We're going to begin today in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Yeshua said, Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. There's a right way to do things in a wrong way. In fact, there's many wrong ways. With regard to giving tzedakah, giving charity, it says, some people do it in front of men to be seen of them. It says, they do it that they may have glory of men. Yeshua says, they already have their reward. They should be doing this without drawing attention to them. In verse 5, Yeshua adds, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. Verily they say unto you, they have the reward. There's a right way and a wrong way to pray. Again, the hypocrites love to be seen of men, so they can say, look at them praying. Yeshua says, they also have their reward. In verse 16, Messiah continues, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily say unto you, they have the reward. Some things should not be done in public, but many things must be done in public. The issue is, do we draw attention to ourselves unnecessarily? If we only pray in secret, how would our children ever learn to pray? Who would teach them? Turn with me to Matthew chapter 5, just one chapter back. We're going to read verses 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We just read in Matthew chapter 6 that some people want to receive glory of men and they do things on purpose in front of other people. Here we see that Yeshua says, you are the light, the light of the world, and it cannot be hid. And it's not meant, just as men don't light a candle and put it on a bushel, God doesn't want to set a light in our souls and have that hid. He wants it to give light to everyone in the house. Our light should shine before men that they would see the good works, but give glory to our Father which is in heaven. Not give glory to us, but to him. You know, the intents of the heart is so important. It's not just what we do, it's why we do it. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, we read, Let no man despise thy youth. Be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. The Apostle Paul tells Timothy, he said, be an example to believers. What does it mean? It means they need to see you. They need to see what you're doing. Everything should not be done in secret, but the way we do it in public makes a big difference. He said, be an example in word and in conversation, in lifestyle. Show people how to live. Be an example for them, but not just for other believers, for the whole world. Set your light on a hill. In Ruth chapter 2, 
Boaz uh, invites Ruth to, to continue gleaning in his fields. We're going to pick up in Ruth chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes, that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I'm a stranger? And Boaz answered and said unto her, It hath been fully showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband. Now thou hast left thy father and thy mother in the land of thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knewest not heretofore. Yahweh recompense thy word, and a full reward be given thee of Yahweh Elohim of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. What is Boaz saying here? He said, it has been fully shown me. People have told me everything you've done for your mother-in-law, and the Almighty is going to give you a reward. So people saw in Matthew chapter 6, people decided to do things in front of people to show off. They have their reward. Here Boaz says, you, people saw what you did, but the Almighty is going to give you a reward because you're doing this for his glory, not for your own. Yes, we must do some things in public. There's a, there's a saying, an old Christian saying, that you may be the only Bible that somebody ever reads. Perhaps um, long ago, people knew where this expression came from, but it's actually based on some verses. We're going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1-3. through 3. Now, Paul here was frustrated because people wanted, um, wanted proof on who he was. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or need we, as some others, epistles of commendation to you, or letters of commendation from you? Ye are, ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Messiah, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. What is Paul saying here? He said, you are our, our epistle, and it is known and read by all men. You are the only Bible some people will ever read. And the way you carry yourself out, your conversation, your, your habits, the way you perform and carry out your, your actions in the world, that may be the only thing people ever see. We're supposed to. We're supposed to show this to the world. We're supposed to let our light shine that people would give glory to our Father in heaven. In a survey that was taken in the year 2021 by Statista, they asked people, how often you read your Bible? 11% said every day. 5% said four or more times a week. Several times a week, 9%. Once a week, 9%. Once a month, 8%. Three or four times a year, 8%. Once or twice a year, 8%. Less than once a year, 13%. And never, 29%. Half the people read their Bible once a month or less. You may be an epistle for them, and we're supposed to live that way. And there's one specific case. Turn with me to uh, the first epistle of Peter, chapter 3. There's one specific case that perhaps is the hardest to live as an epistle, to live as a, a living Bible, but it's perhaps the most important. In 1 Peter chapter 3, we're going to read verses 1 and 2. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, 
that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. What is Peter saying here? He says, some women have husbands that don't believe. Perhaps the wife came to believe after the marriage, perhaps many different possibilities. But it says that husband can be won without the word, without the written scripture. How? By the lifestyle of the wife. While, they, while the husband beholds their, their holy lifestyle coupled with fear. How important is it for you to let your light shine? Not to bring glory to you, not to draw attention to you, but that people would give glory to our Father in heaven. You are an epistle, and we need to live it and show people.